0: Hello,
1: hello, and welcome. Hello, and welcome to Box Cutters, episode seventy-one. We are in fact the box cutters we're filling in for the architects just one last week here on triple r the architects will be back next week for all your uh, architectural listening needs my name is ross mcqueen with me operating the controls as always mr brett cropley good evening viewers and to my far right mr josh canal
0: hey hey no <laughs> see clearly <please> not <don't. laughs>
1: <laughs> not mr josh canal
0: hi hi oh, here you're here. Here, you're here i am
1: here i have a question for you both to start what? off the show with hang yes. on
0: hang on because i didn't get to do my intro i didn't get to say happy birthday to my housemate now go
1: okay all right on you go uh do you think uh big eddie mcguire listens to box cutters
2: Yes, definitely. Um, he listens and he downloads the podcast. Oh,
1: does he? At net? Ah, that's interesting because uh, a couple of weeks ago on Crap TV, we did a thing on how a current affair was usurping the cricket over and over again. Yes. And subsequently, that has not happened.
0: Well, I do know, I do know for a fact that I, I think, through uh, through no small help from our good friend James Talia, mm-hmm. a lot of people at Channel Nine do listen to Box Cutters. Ah, oh. so it's quite possible that they've uh, they've so, taken heed. So Big Eddie could be one of them. I, and and I actually heard people saying in in corridors recently, Ross isn't happy about this. Ross is not happy about <laughs> it. So you know maybe you actually wield more power than the big man. Maybe I do, Eddie. If you're listening, give Studio Sixty a chance. It's a good show. <laughs> Oh, please, let, uh, let, let NBC give Year 60 a, a, a good chance. It's, it's looking like it might be yeah. in a, a bit of trouble in the second half of the well, season.
1: Well, uh, hopefully Nine can pass it on to Channel 2 if they don't keep it themselves. Yeah. the West Wing, if it keeps going.
0: If, if it keeps going. If, if it's
1: f- only half a series, that would be perfect for Nine's schedule this year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's all they seem to be running with.
0: Well, you know, it, it could fill out the other halves that, yeah. that they're missing out on. Yeah. Uh, did you see Channel 9 last night showed a sneak preview of Justice? Deciding for no good reason to go with Episode 5. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know mm. what, the, what the decision-making process was uh, through that, but uh, it's interesting. So it, so, it wasn't the start of the new series? No. Because when, when you say
2: preview, did they not play the whole thing?
0: No, they, uh, they played the whole thing. Well, you know, I didn't, I didn't see it. I just saw an ad for it. Okay. Uh, but, but I also know that it was, uh, I'm pretty sure, Episode 5. Mm. So, yeah, interesting things for the Channel
1: There was a big turnover. Uh, big turn off, I should say, from uh, after the big 1 versus 100, which rated very well, to Justice, which didn't rate so well. Yeah.
2: Were you guys doing the same as me? Uh, two TV set up, one on 1 versus 100 and the other on uh, the, the, the
1: rich list? I don't think anybody in Melbourne was doing that, Brett, other than you. Yeah, just that's that's just <laughs> you, Brett.
0: Were they on at the same time? Well, Yes. Because the rich list went late to as we knew it, as we knew it would uh, as it was scheduled to and uh and also we knew that because the rich list was going was going to end late, one versus one hundred was going to start late, which uh, it did, but there right. was. Some crossover point. Anyway, we're going to talk more about that in ratings later on in the show. Mm-hmm. We've also got an "I Don't Buy It," which is all about ads. I'm going to talk a little bit about 24. Marie Hardy is coming in to talk about things uh, Australian production-wise. Fantastic. Or so is my understanding. Fantastic. Chances are it'll go off-topic within 30 <laughs> seconds. Uh, Brett, you've uh, you've you've got some uh, discussion of So Notorious, which we mentioned. A few weeks ago on the show. Hmm, Yes. But as always, we're going to kick things off with the Box Cutters News. In breaking news Ooh, breaking news Well, not really breaking news We've known this was coming for quite some time David Letterman is going to be celebrating his 25th anniversary Hosting a late night talk variety show Because it's not the one show He did, uh, he did uh, late night He was night- on NBC Yes where he did Late Night with David Letterman. Yes. And then moved to CBS, where mm-hmm. he does The Late Show with mm-hmm. David Letterman. Yes. February the 1st is going to be the 25th anniversary of wow. him starting on uh, Late Night with David Letterman. Mm-hmm. And to celebrate that, he is going to have his first ever guest return, Bill Murray. Ah. Oh.
2: Bill, Murray was cool. his,
0: Bill Murray was his first guest on Late Night. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was in 1982- Mm-hmm. And then in 1993, he was also his first ever guest on The Late Show. Ah. So continuing that trend.
2: And uh, do you think we're actually going to get to see it here in Australia, uh, given Channel 10's uh, problems with actually getting uh, the versions that are going to the episodes that are going to air in the States?
0: Uh, I think we will get to see it. Uh, Russ, what. Well oh, there? there's
2: been a couple of episodes uh, where they've, where Channel Ten have just shown a repeat,
1: but uh, independent it, of it, what's
2: going on in the states, I, I thought with with a, a little uh, banner going across saying we apologise, uh, this is oh. something we played earlier.
1: Oh, okay. I just thought Dave just took uh, a very large number of holidays. No, no? well he
2: does, okay. but yes, we're, yeah. we're missing out here.
0: What? Well, that's uh, that's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, I have no time machine, so I can't tell if uh, Friday night because it. The the first is Thursday, which means that we should get it Friday night. Is that right, Ross? That that's yep. how it's been. Yep. It's yep. been working. So, uh, but we won't get the Friday till Monday. Yes. So I'm not sure about that. Uh, in similar news, the Colbert Report is going to start airing on the Comedy Channel on Thursday, the first of February. That's oh,
1: of here in
2: Australia.
0: Here in Australia. Oh, that's good. So uh, people will be able to watch the Late Show. Go, sorry, uh, the Daily Show go into the Colbert Report. Mm. A,
2: a small percentage of people.
0: Uh, y- me and my housemate.
2: <laughs> It'd be nice if uh, one of the free-to-air networks picked up both of those shows. Y-
0: yes and no. I don't think it would... Uh, it, it just wouldn't get enough of an audience on a free-to-air network. And I, I think you've got to make a choice between... As opposed to the between, 10% you...
2: of 25% that it gets on cable.
0: Yeah, but that's, a, that's enough to justify the comedy channel playing it. I mean, the, the comedy channel gets, has a small audience anyway and most of those people watch The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. so and, and I think it is going to build an audience for the comedy channel, but it wouldn't build an audience for any other network. I mean, there's there's no difference between The Daily Show fan base and the Letterman fan base. And if Letterman hasn't worked on Channel 9 and Channel 10 are, are already devoting one hour a day to, to Letterman, why would any other network take it up?
2: I think that the daily show is a lot more intelligent and a lot more uh, a lot more current Letterman can can like apart from the stuff that they're promoting um, it it can be kind of independent of any time really
0: but there's there's also the, the question of well, why wouldn't a network if they were going to do that, why wouldn't they just license the the concept? and try to create an Australian daily show.
1: Oh, my God.
2: Because well, <laughs> Did you just see Channel 9's attempt at survival? They, they, they have, I think we
1: know have the, the answer that to that. Made an Australian one. It's the wedge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ross, what have you got for us?
1: Uh, fantastic news out of the States this week involving, uh, involving one of my favourites, K-Fed. <gasps> you love K-Fed. I, I do love K-Fed. I love the K-Fed stories. Uh, apparently, he was supposed to star in a Super Bowl ad. And the Super Bowl ad depicted his life as a rap star, and a- shit. No, no, no. Depicted his life, women, cash, all, all the rest of it. And then the twist at the end of the ad is that it turns out he's just working in a burger joint. He's just flipping burgers. So it's all a fantasy, right? And the uh, the leader of the NRA, not that NRA, the National Restaurant Association, has come out and said, "Hey." We don't want anything to do with this. There are, 13 million, there are 13 million Americans who work in the service industry. We don't want to be compared to KFED. <laughs> so the, uh, the original, the, I can't remember, I don't have the story in front of me, but whoever was, was originally doing the ad has come out and just slammed KFED as well and said, well, look, that's the whole point. He's a loser. We all know he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly nobody wants to be like him. And so it's just been going back and forth like this, just, just a slanging match where they're just getting stuck into KFED. And now because the story's kind of got a bit of legs, a few people know the twist, they might not be showing
0: the ad after all. That's hilarious. And has KFED said anything about all this? Has he come out and said, yeah, truth be told, I'm not that talented, I'm pretty <laughs> crap. And even flipping the burgers... Took me 25 takes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if he came out, nobody would know what, he'd be, what he would be saying anyway. What up, dog,
1: Who the hoodie, and all that kind of crap.
0: <laughs> oh, I love KFED so much. Uh, Brett Cropley.
2: Speaking of programming, as we uh, were just a second ago, uh, the spin off from Doctor Who, Torchwood, which has done great guns in, now, in now, the UK. Ex-
0: explain this to me. This is not the Sarah Jane Chronicles.
2: No. No, it's it's Torchwood. So it's based on the institution that was set up uh, in the new series of Doctor Who right. to track
1: the Doctor and also stars Captain Jack. He's one of the main characters who he had a bit part in the first series. I don't know. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. in yeah. Of Pir- Pirates of, of the Caribbean. Not that Captain (laughs) Jack
0: I'm sorry, you know, I went out on Saturday nights
2: Anyway, the ABC has been uh, screening the old Doctor Whos for for decades And uh, has picked up the new seasons of Doctor Who uh, But they've given the big passer to Torchwood uh, Mm. to screen in this country And uh, there's actually a bidding war going on between channels
0: 10 and 7 And why have they given it the, Uh, uh, in in your words, passer There's a bidding
1: war between channels
0: There is. (laughs) <laughs> that that that's what my Five source cents. tells me. Ten
1: cents. I, I can't imagine Seven or Ten wanting this.
2: It's done such massive ratings in the UK. Uh, I think they're excited about it.
1: If if you'd said nine, I'd believe it because they've got no programs. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> they got big holes in their programming schedule. But Channel Seven and Ten, I. i I believe it
2: when I say it. Obviously, Channel 7 don't want Channel 9 getting their hands on it. Somebody (laughs) might switch it to 9. (laughs) You set that that abused button.
0: In the the, the terrible disaster that is uh, Channel 9 at the moment, Mm. uh, Channel 7 have actually trumped 9 this week in the release of earnings for last year, for last ratings period. Although Channel 9 did the big song and dance, we beat you in the ratings. seven have come out and gone, yeah but we earned more money than you. Now that's quite
2: interesting mm. because while uh, the 2006 rating season was in progress, Channel 9 was saying that, oh, you know, we're not really going to worry too much about the ratings as long as we've still got the cash coming in. We, we just want the cash. We, we don't really care about the ratings. Um, so that's, that's a very interesting turnabout for the books.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not a huge victory. There were $2.7 billion uh, in advertising on television last year. 36.1% of that went to Channel 7, 35.1% went to Channel 9. So, you're, really, you're looking at 1% difference.
1: Huge difference this so year. So, 70 mil or so. The footy, the footy will make a huge difference to oh, that. Oh, yeah. Channel, you would think going on those figures, the football alone will get Channel 7 well and truly over the line for this year.
0: And, uh, and th- also, we've got to remember that even with the Commonwealth Games, Channel 9 couldn't beat Channel 7 last year. So... You know these things go. Uh, Were about
2: disregarded because it was a
1: special two weeks?
0: Not, not, not in for earnings.
1: Yeah, not for earnings. For ratings, depending on who you spoke
0: to. Right. Uh, so with and with Lost and Heroes uh, and Desperate Housewives all coming back. and Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy coming back. Channel Seven. Are every, meanwhile, Channel Nine have uh, <laughs> have a hole no, in no, the no. schedule. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're advertising for programs <laughs> to avoid
0: putting the test pattern on. It's, you know, that's going to happen. And uh, lastly in the news, Top Gear, which is a, a show that uh, we mostly love on box cutters. It looks and gorgeous
2: even if you're not into cars.
0: It's fantastic. Yep. And even though, uh, even though uh, uh, Richard Hammond had his massive car crash last year.
2: And they've got to be spending millions on it actually shooting the thing.
0: He is back. Uh-huh. And in the first episode back on BBC2. Oh, don't two, tell me he crashed again. They showed the footage.
1: Ah. Oh.
0: And with that...
1: He's to Camera Peaks, where he was saying how good the car was to drive when he I don't, that, drove off-road.
0: That, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, what, uh, what they actually showed. I tried to get it on the internet, and the BBC uh, said... Because the BBC actually put it up on the net mm-hmm. after it aired, mm-hmm. and... Two days later, when I tried to do it, because I'm always late with the news, they said, uh, we can no longer show this video because of copyright reasons. It
1: was on free-to-air news here as well. Was it? On their mm. own site.
0: On their own site. I know. It was very strange. Channel, Channel 9 showed it, I think. Right. Mm. Uh, and so, yeah, so he introduced it. He talked a little bit about it. And he said, let's never mention it again.
1: Oh. Uh, but. So we've broken his rule.
0: Yes. <laughs> the, uh, the That show beat the eviction, the final eviction-winning show of Celebrity Big Brother ah, in the UK.
2: And did uh, Miss Dum win? She did. <laughs> yes.
1: She yes, did. Yes, she did. As predicted here on Box Cutters a couple of weeks ago, there was going to be no one else. Sympathy vote.
2: No.
0: In, in fact, last night I happened to be over at my mum's place watching the news. That was a news item. Mm. And my mum just went, you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the Box Cutters News We're going into a track, and we'll be back with Marie Cardi. It's 21 minutes past 7 o'clock. You're listening to 3RRR. Box Cutters is the name of the show. My name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen over there. Brett Cropley over there. And right here, right now, the wonderful Marie Cardi.
1: Wait, wait, wait. We didn't announce the
0: track. Oh, sorry. What what was the track? I was
3: poised to say hello, and you just harshed my mellow so bad.
0: (laughs) Let, let us say hello. Hello.
3: See, it's uh, like anticlimactic yeah, now because yeah. I've already spoken. I've um, ruined the magic of radio. I'm a
0: bit bored with you now.
3: And do you know, I'm bored with myself. <laughs> Try living with it. I, do I miss, like, I'm, I'm glad that you asked me to do the segment, but when I don't get to hear the box cutters, box cutters, it's not as good. Ooh. Like <laughs> a really confusing theme stuff. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like <a school> <laughs> anyway, what was the song?
1: That was Everything in the Right Place by Radiohead, recently featured on an episode of Nip Tuck that screened here. Didn't that just get canned?
0: Uh, it get axed? On, on here or uh, over no, there? No, get, get axed. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's constantly living life under Damocles' axe. Oh, aren't we all? Yes. Josh, aren't we all? We are all living in a mixed metaphor. <laughs> now, Marieke, you're here yes. to uh, talk about Australian television, yes. Well, but more, more correctly, to answer a question from Ross. Oh, yes. are you going to ask
3: me to marry you? Is this like The Bachelor and I'm just being surprised? That's like that breaking up with Shannon Doherty show. You guys, you've talked about that, haven't you? No. Have you seen no. it on Foxtel? No. I know this is not relevant to no, the no, segment, right. but it is worth talking about. It's a show called Breaking Up with Shannon Doherty. And the premise is, I kid you not, a, a, like a, someone in a couple that they're unhappy, they go to Shannon Doherty and say, can you go and break up with my partner for me? She assesses the situation. Like she puts the, the, the unaware partner in some fake situation, watches them for a while and then walks into the room just like... Your partner's breaking up with you, you know. <laughs> but it's and I thought I'd watch it for, to do with the green guy because I thought it's going to be really good and trashy. And it really depressed me because when she walked into the room, you could see the partner go, oh, "I've won something. I've won a trip." Oh, they, or, had,
0: they had no idea. No,
3: no, because it was the other partner that did the setup. So oh. you see Shannon Doherty walk into the room and, and see cameras, and you are like. What's this? And then when she says, you know, Brandon sent me, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm getting proposed to on television. <laughs> oh, no. And the fall is so big. I just started hating humanity just from watching it. It's
2: like that footage of Kfed getting the text message.
3: <gasps> No, you're obsessed with K. Fed. No, that's Ross. Oh, it's you. I, I heard know, he you talking about mic. him before, but you've got more of a beard like K. Fed. <laughs> you should you should I'm hear a, him. I'm...
0: You should hear him when we're off air. He just talks like him all what, the time. What's really? the footage of K. Fed. I don't. I don't know. Oh, about
3: he it. gets the. He gets the.
2: He was getting followed around by uh, the Canadian Inst- Mush Music or, or yeah, somebody. Yeah. They were doing a, a little reality TV thing. With it was,
0: him. Uh, I think, K. Fed behind the crap.
2: And he was, it was over dinner, and he got uh, the text from Brittany saying, you don't.
3: Well, that's <laughs> speculation. It's, it's, it's them and saying, I... <laughs> timing-wise, that it's... could be the moment that he got the text. And I mean, it's, it's just un...
2: like in The Simpsons where, look, yeah, look Lisa, if broken... you're you are free you
1: tell the exact moment where his heart breaks. They're a classy couple, aren't they? I mean, it's bad enough to break up a relationship with a text, but to break up a marriage with a
3: text. Phil Collins did it by fax. You Did see, you?
1: facts I can understand. It's yeah, paper, you've got a hard
3: copy he with his ex-wife can and when he left her for a hot gossip dancer... Why do I know that? Terrible.
0: Why do you know that? <laughs> I don't know. And and to, to be fair, I'd rather have as little conversation with Phil Collins as possible. So if it's a even, even if it's a breakup bit of conversation, One facts more that night, no, shut the hell up. Just, okay, because now we've She's got to put that on the, We've got to put them both on the APRA form now. Oh, <laughs> I take it back. I take it back. <laughs> I remember okay, Ross, what? Ross had a question
1: years ago. I did have a question years from ago. A, well, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about outrageous fortune being yes. shown here and being part of.
3: Local content. And qualifying
1: drama points, as yes. drama points and local content. Josh was saying...
0: Uh, see, I knew I was going to get in trouble here. Well, you deserve to. You are getting you in trouble. You were saying... Josh hates I'm Australian this, writers.
1: You, you were saying you think that this is a good idea. You think it's no, good that New Zealand shows no, I think qualifies it, What you're Australian asking content. me is will I ever
3: speak to Josh again? And the answer is no.
1: No, I'm asking you to slam him on radio now as a writer.
3: Slam him as a writer? <laughs> What is this SmackDown? What did you bring me in here for to wrestle him, Josh? Explain what? yourself, you Why? goon! Hang on, Why this is not? me. This is my work. This is my livelihood.
0: Why not speak to Marique about this? Why don't you a,
3: speak to me about it? I'm sitting room. in front of you right now.
0: And then get Shannon Doherty to come in and speak to me about <laughs> it.
3: Come right, on, no, Canal. No.
1: But being seriously for being serious okay. for a second, I was interested in Marek's opinion as a working writer.
3: Well, I won't be a working writer if this New Zealand content continues. How uh, does it count as local drama? That's like using those sketch comedy shows, which is all, already a problem, and they count as drama points. But at least
1: that's local production in some but ways.
3: But it's not drama. It's things like The Wedge, which is just cheap as chips to make. I,
1: I'm, I'm completely agreeing
0: yeah, with you're you, on but my at side. least Let's it's being made. It. I tear up every time I see The Wedge. Can we just point that out? Yes, and that's, that counts as drama points. So yeah, why are you okay I te- about... Because I tear up.
3: Tell me why you're okay about it. I'm sure you've explained okay. but you can explain it to me, to my face.
0: Because uh, as as part of our agreement with New Zealand, people from New Zealand can come over here and work without needing any visas. We can go over to New Zealand and work without needing any visas. With that in mind, our industries are getting closer and closer and closer together. Now, in the past few years, New Zealand film and television industry has had far many more breaks than we've had in Australia. So it, it would be like... Uh, you know, basically production moves from Melbourne to Sydney quite regularly and from Sydney to Melbourne... Uh, you know, as, as trends change. Well, now the trend is just getting a little bit further well, and we're moving well, to Auckland. Well, all
3: something like Outrageous Fortune is so, it has such a clear New Zealand voice. It is a show about New Zealanders, by New Zealanders. And it doesn't count. As, that, that to me is not something that I recognise. What I want to be watching in Australian drama, I want to be writing, is drama that I can recognise. You oh, know, and, that,
0: and so I, I agree with that. I think that uh, there should be more Australian drama. But what I'm saying is that it's not But there necess- won't
3: be if the networks are able to write off things like outrageous fortunes, well, these are local produce. With, with Just
1: the because New Zealand, it's cheaper. With and, the New Zealand government kicking in $400,000 per episode.
0: So, so what, what, what is your answer here? If you're going to because count, according to the free trade agreement no, 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 that no, we've no, had no, with New Zealand no, I was years. asking.
1: I was asking what your answer is because you were telling people like Marique, go to New Zealand and get a job. That's what is you that said, what you were telling me to you, do? That's what you said on the not show,
0: to, not to your face. That's what go he said New on Zealand the show. Go to New Zealand and get show. a
3: job. Is that what you like? Is that what I have to do to earn a living as a television writer now, Josh? <laughs> I'm saying,
0: I have to go to New Zealand. I'm saying that it's an it's an easy possibility. That's it's like an easy those, possibility. You're to like move those to people New that wear those flags job.
3: saying, "If you don't love it, leave." That t shirt. If you don't love it, leave. Those people. Yeah, that's what. You,
0: as, no. Yes, no, I don't I, want to go to more, New Zealand. It's Why do more I have to like go to New Zealand?
3: Why do I have to go to New Zealand to write television? I want to write good quality drama that's based around Melbourne and Australia. You don't. I'm see, not a is, Kiwi. I didn't grow up there. I don't really understand. You know, the Maori culture. This is the problem culture. comes in,
0: Marie, because I never said you have to go to New Zealand that's to write television. Said. No,
1: you, you, you said if said, you're a writer, go to New Zealand no, and I get a job. said if
0: you're a writer, the opportunity is there to go to New Zealand and get a job. It's but not like we're it's not like we're barred from entering that market. It's not about being that's wanting
3: to Yeah so, so I want to make drama here for Australian audiences
0: with Australian actors set around Melbourne and the so, local content so make, laws so were make introduced drama here, but you're going to have to make it cheaper because they can buy it so cheaply from New Zealand the local, This is it's a it's a problem with the industry The but local Josh, drama can, was introduced
2: They can buy it so cheaply from the US as well it's the whole reason for having local content requirements
3: That's true
1: and it was it was introduced to make sure there to, to ensure there was local production. And if it's getting used to ensure there's local production in New Zealand.
0: Where's Tom Elliott to back me up on this? When, He's on three. I don't when know. we have <laughs> when we have a scenario where Australian writers, directors, actors have the opportunity to work in a larger environment that is still making the same amount of production.
3: See, I wouldn't would, see that as an opportunity. I'd see that as a, we were being forced out of our own country and forced to go and work somewhere that we don't want to work. Would, would, what, you, what, ra- would
0: you rather be writing for The Wedge?
3: No. <laughs> well, I'd rather is... be making quality drama, and I think it can happen, but I think that things like outrageous fortune being passed off as local content has to stop. What
1: if what if we have a free trade agreement with France? Marie could go to France and become a writer.
3: You just oh, want oh, me oh, to oh. leave the country, don't you? Quite frankly, I'm
0: sick of you.
1: But... Oh, <laughs>
3: I get that' but a lot.
0: that wouldn 't wouldn't happen in the free trade agreement with France in the same way that didn 't happen with the free trade agreement with the u s and the u s wanted it the u s wanted for u s content to be included as Australian content in our free trade agreement with with them uh, now that did happen with new Zealand with the New Zealand free trade agreement, I think because at the time nobody believed that we could ever want to watch anything that would ever come out of New Zealand no one can still believe that. <laughs>
3: Not- is, are people well, watching Outrageous Fortune? It's I don't an know. incredibly
0: bad show. <laughs> Some people are writing about it in the Green Guide. Some people
3: <laughs> are saying how bad it is in the Green
0: Guide. Thank you very much. <laughs> the, uh, the, I mean that's that's also the thing. At the time that Outrageous Fortune was announced as being shown on Channel Nine, there was a New Zealand show that had won accolades throughout New Zealand and in other parts of the world that uh, was not being shown in Australia. My, my bigger problem with, with the whole situation is if it's going to be included as part of uh, Australian content, why don't we make sure that it's the good stuff that comes out of New Zealand? But I mean, as, as it is, as it is, this is cheap drama and we could make drama for the same God, price We don't want to make here. drama that looks like
3: that. It looks well, like it's shot by an RMIT, RMIT filmmaking studio. That's, that...
0: And that's a big part of the problem. We're not doing anything that is as cheap to make as outrageous fortune and we need to start doing that if we're going to compete
3: i think we need to be putting more money into sort of smaller run better quality shows because people don't watch things i mean i don't watch outrageous fortune and think well that's a stamp of quality with the shaky camera work and stuff
0: like that No, we did that with the surgeon the surgeon was a cheap show to make very few very few sets mm. almost no uh external shots at all and uh Channel Ten buried it.
1: But you saying, but you saying, go and work in New Zealand. It, it, it isn't promoting local content at all.
0: I'm saying, if the work is there, the work is, is still within what is now our market. You'd
3: cross a picket line, wouldn't you, Josh?
0: Yeah, if there was work involved.
3: It's a scab. <laughs> you're a
0: scab. I knew it. But I mean, there there are answers to improve the the working environment here in Australia. If you don't like what's happening, leave. Do something about leave. it. Leave.
3: That's what you're saying. If you don't like it, no, leave. I'm
0: saying if you don't if you don't like what's happening, you can either do something about it or you can go where the money is. Oh, these these
1: are, these are your so options. Cheap. See, I, I mean I, I don't want to speak for Rick, but I couldn't, speak for me. I couldn't agree with you less on this. I, I just think you're completely. Uh, I, I I was when you said when you brought this up, I was I was shocked. Mm. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. especially coming from someone who is a writer.
0: Yes, I was a mm-hmm. bit appalled when I heard yeah, about it as well. I, I'm a writer, but I, but I also quite like Wellington. <laughs> right, I think it's a really uh, nice city to no, live in. Now we're getting to the heart mm. of you it. You see, you see how that works. I I just think you know, if being a writer, I would gladly move to uh, L.A. because that's where the work is. I would also gladly move to Auckland if that's where the work is. I want the work to be
3: here. So do I. To generate that, I want
0: the work, but to it won't be, here. be if
3: you capitulate to this kind
0: of. Well, am I capitulating or am I just being realistic about the market?
3: Oh, that's, that's such a liberal thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a big fan of is economic rationalism yourself. That's yeah, shocking. So is
1: Paul Keating. We, uh, we could oh. go on about this Yeah, Yes, but we have to stop our new day. segment
3: ganging
0: up on Josh <laughs> Canal.
1: <laughs> but we have to stop. We're going to go to a track and we'll be back with some ratings.
2: Bye. To a, tra- really? to a track. No.
0: Oh, th- th- thank you, Marie Cardi. Thanks. <laughs> this
2: is C Montgomery Burns speaking. I know you're a layabout and have no job because you're listening to 3 R. Now get to work. Find something to do.
0: G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network. And I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guy's show. Love all three of you. God, you're funny. I never miss a show. And sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Very quickly, some ratings talk. Last night was the first night of the uh, the, the big game show, um, Bust Up. Yes, on uh, on Channel Nine, and I'm, I must say that because we start this show at seven o'clock, at six thirty, a current affair had a story on the game show wars. That if somebody taped, please send a copy to Box Cutters. I didn't even
3: realize I'm still here. Surprise! Yeah. I didn't even <laughs> realize. Sorry to say goodbye. I just want to keep you on your toes. I didn't even realize what that show, um, show was because I'm, I'm a complete ignoramus. But I was that the Rich List, and I was looking at the TV guide online, and it said it's list. It's making lists.
1: Yep. It is. It's it's like what the a, hell
3: is that? It's about? like
1: Family Feud, and it, it's no no. That, it's, fam-
3: no, that Family it's, Feud has
1: there's no survey. Yeah, but it's the same thing. They're just putting lists on the lists on the board. It, so it's it... about
3: who you agree like how many people have
1: No, but they have a list of things and you have to say whether it's on the list or not. It's incredibly boring. God, where do
3: I sign? Jesus <laughs> Christ, that sounds tedious. That's horrible.
0: It is it is And a so is show.
3: is O'Keeffe still doing um the, no the cyborg show? <laughs> You know those women fem bots that stand up the back? think so strange. Is he doing both of them? Yeah, yeah, of course. Too yeah. many because fingers,
0: too many pies. If Eddie can be CEO and host a show... Besides. But he okay. didn't want
3: to do that. His wife made him.
0: Okay, what? I hadn't heard this story.
3: <laughs> Eddie said... Eddie oh, you said, better be careful.
1: Eddie listens to the show. He's a big, he's <laughs> he's a big gonna, fan. He
3: could have me killed, so I'm not going to continue with that. Anyway, it was in, actually, it was in the paper. It said that um, he was thinking about not doing it, but then Carla said, do it. Eddie, and he listens <laughs> to what his wife said. Maybe I've got it all out of context, but I'm presuming that she said do it, Eddie, with regards to one, one versus 100. Do they say one versus 100 or one versus
0: 100? One versus 100. Yeah, yeah. I know. Anyway, <laughs> the, uh, th- this was going to be a short segment. The Rich List peaked at 1.5 million viewers of last Lord night. And,
2: and what time was that? Was that, that 8.30 was... or was that uh, before... No, that was. There's any danger of something good on Channel Nine being on.
0: No, no, no. That was just the peak. The average was 1.4 million. That wasn't
3: so. skinny, extreme celebrities last night. Did you watch that? Oh, I watched I that. It was, so that. Amazing. It oh, was I know, horrible. I won't spank on your short segment. Sorry. No, it wasn't. It's Marie. really good. And uh so good. Did you see they age people by computers? It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy came on and he said, Renee Zellweger has 19 years to live.
0: She'll be dead at 54. Yeah. <laughs>
3: He's like sort of Borat without the (laughs) moustache. Carry on, Josh. It's going really well.
0: One versus 100. Spoiler, you got your back. Thanks. Peaked at 2.4 million viewers across Australia. Trounced. We know who won that. And also, uh, Channel 7 were taking a a lot of pride saying uh, we even did better than uh, Ocean's Deadliest, the Steve Irwin special. Oh, the snuff film. They only did better better with uh, Ocean's Deadliest in Melbourne, nationally. They did uh, a lot poorer. That uh, that peaked at two point two million. One versus a hundred, you can imagine.
3: One hundred. One versus one hundred. That's how you pronounce it.
1: <laughs> one versus a hundred, you can imagine people. <laughs> uh, you can imagine people watching it. Like it's it's all bells and whistles, but it, it'll keep viewers in. Whereas the rich list is just the most boring. It, it, did, it didn't crap. have much
3: publicity in the lead-up, though. I think 1 versus 100 was very public. I mean, even if mm. it was only for the fact that Eddie was, had the CEO job and was still doing it, in, but it was uh, still in every paper. In
1: the States, 1 versus 100 got canned after one episode. Well, and that's what they... the Australian version's based no, on. No,
0: no, no, not 1 versus 100. Sorry. no that's going Ridgelist. really well. The Rich just oh. got canned so after. So why would they... Why, why, Because Channel 7 are scared that Channel 9 might have something that can beat them in the ratings. And it did. And it did. (laughs) So
3: those fears were
0: (laughs) well-founded. They were, but they should never have even bothered with it.
3: They're always going to bother.
2: Do um... game shows count towards drama points? No, they don't. Oh,
3: don't bring that up again. Don't ruin Christmas.
0: Just (laughs) whatever you do. They don't. But as I said uh, earlier, I was over at my folks last night and watched the start of The Rich List with my dad. And uh, at the very first break, O'Keefe says... We'll find out after this break, and Dad's just gone. Oh no, we won't! <laughs> Turns it off. <laughs> Bit of a wag,
3: your dad. Can see where you get it
0: from. Yeah, he's good. Runs in the family. He's good. We'll be back on Box Cutters, three triple R after this. Three triple R Box Cutters is the show we're filling in for the Architects. This is our last fill in for the Architects for the summer. But
1: don't worry. We're not disappearing altogether. We're still a Happening podcast.
0: Yes, yes.
3: Happening, Daddy-O, are you? (laughs) (laughs) Happening, is not one you hear very often. No, he's a
0: K-Fed fan, though. You're all K-Fed fans. Who couldn't be?
1: What did we hear there, Ross? uh, That was Missy Elliott with Get Your Freak On.
0: And I I recognise that from an ad.
1: No. Well, no. you might, but uh, it's in an upcoming episode of The Simpsons that Channel 10 probably will show, hopefully, in the first half <laughs> of the year. 10
0: years'
3: time.
1: Yeah, it could well be. But, uh, yeah, Homer buys an ice cream truck and uh, gets souped up by uh, Otto. Right. And when so he it, pimps
2: his ice cream truck?
1: Yep. And
0: when, uh, when we see it revealed, Missy Elliott comes on. That's fantastic. We'll be back with some discussion of twenty-four. Ah, uh, hey, ah, uh, hey, hey, Australia, what's happening? This is Polly Shore. How you doing, Australia? All right, chilling down under. Your lobes are experiencing the most amazing alternative station in the hemisphere. Three, triple R, cause I'm the weasel. That's all we wanted to hear. <laughs> That's horrible. Why did you do that? That's like bringing Shannon Doherty in to break up with me. <laughs> I didn't realise you were going out with Shannon Doherty. Yeah, I am. I don't understand how that works. Yeah. Uh, now, 24 starts tonight at 8.30 on Channel 7. Jack, this is uh, Series 6. Is this mm-hmm. the beard 24. series? Yes. Oh, I've, I've yes. seen
3: pictures. He's got a beard.
0: Yeah, he starts it with a beard. Yeah. Now, you're not going to give any spoilers, are you? Uh, only first five-minute spoilers. Okay. Jack Bauer has, uh, hes he, you know, he's always managed to, to get himself in trouble. Oh, you've said, said too much. <laughs> you know, I could just leave, quite frankly. I, I wish I've, you would. I've had enough of the lot of you. Nothing but attacking and stabbing. This is how I saw this
3: working. So he walks out seamlessly hard. He goes into the chair, seamlessly.
0: <laughs> always had it? eyes on my chair. Yeah, I have. <laughs> that would have been so much better if I said you always had eyes on my seat. the way is good. Yeah, uh, anyway, I, I read today that uh, if you do the maths and uh, add it up from the start of the first series of 24, the date that this particular series happens is actually the 23rd of January 2012. Right. And apparently on set, all of their computers and everything, they all have that date right, <laughs> written in. Uh, but, but, you know, regardless, over what must be the, the last 12 years, 24 time, uh, Jack has. Pretty much faced all manner of terrorist villains, including most recently the, the Joker? President of the United <laughs> no. States. Oh.
3: Yep. Oh, really? Yep.
0: Yes. I wish it was the presidents of the United States, the band, because you know <laughs> I'd could... like to see him kick their asses too. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> would like to see their asses kicked Because kick. also Jack is so murder happy now. Mm. He just he will shoot someone for crossing the road wrong. Lee.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's like citizens arrest.
0: Kind of. I mean, that's illegal it's,
3: to cross the road wrongly.
0: But it's murder. <laughs> but it's, whatever.
3: Jack, you say you know, potato.
0: I know. 2012, who knows what the laws are? Who knows? <laughs> uh, but of all of Jack's ridiculous but oh-so-watchable adventures, I need to point that out as well because I, I do quite like the show, the most ridiculous was still in the first series where it wasn't actually Jack but his wife was in a car accident, knocked her head, got concussion – and amnesia beyond all kind of medical rationale. And, uh, and that really helped out with the story quite a lot. Ooh, where's my daughter? I don't know. Do I have a daughter? Who am I?
1: <laughs> but she had it for about six hours.
0: Yeah. Amnesia which for six is, hours. And then Which suddenly... is six
1: weeks when you're watching it, which seems like a reasonable amount of time to have amnesia. But she had it for, yeah. she you, had it for six hours. If you follow hours. the logic of the show.
0: And I can't even remember how, how she got out of the amnesia, but was it Gomez-Adams style with another hit to the head? Because, <laughs> that you know, I, I would have loved that. I think I kind of tuned out a little bit during that. Anyway, this, this series starting tonight hits the ground running in the ridiculous stakes. Jack, we might remember last series, was captured by the Chinese for a crime he committed sometime in the last 12 years. Let's say six years ago, 24 time. And uh, and so he he was taken to China to be tortured until he confessed and then no doubt killed. But Jack comes back because with beard, with beard. Well, thank you. Yes, Glad you he you. comes back with beard <laughs> because terrorists are blowing up pretty much random sites throughout the United States. All sorts of little explosions, bus bombs, and suicide bombings, and uh, and any bomb you want a bomb, they've got a bomb. That's how it works, all through the United States. All bombs must go. The President has made a deal with uh, with one of the terrorists that if he hands over Jack Bauer, <laughs> the terrorists, th- this particular terrorist will tell him where the leader is and get them to stop blowing stuff up. So the President is willing to give Jack Bauer over to terrorists for them to kill him, and then the terrorists will magically stop.
3: It's just part of the small sacrifices that people have to make in this war of terror,
0: <laughs> Josh. Well, so in, in doing this, they've had to arrange with the Chinese government to bring Jack Bauer back. This is the most ridiculous thing I have <laughs> ever seen on Twenty Four, And yet
3: you're still watching.
0: And yeah, I, I love it. Well, because when you, when you take into account that, uh, you know, kind of all the reason and plausibility has left the world of 24. You just kind of go with it. And then you're in for a fantastic ride. It's all, Jack's killing this guy, Jack's killing that guy. Ooh, he's shaved off his beard in what seems to be 30 seconds. 24 time. <laughs> it's it's an amazing world, Marique. I wouldn't know. I've never watched it. Really? Yeah. That's, it's exciting and fast-paced. And this man can shave and get a haircut in Ninety seconds. Now I'm watching. See. Now I'm watching. See. Oh, I knew how to. I you got my get interest there. Yeah, I knew. It's yes, Ross. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say. Speaking
1: of uh... Beards. <laughs> no, I, I was <sighs> actually going to say twenty-four. Uh, it was Departing. it was up against Heroes in the States when it premiered, and Heroes actually won. And really? We got a letter during the week asking if we thought that the fact that Heroes 1 was maybe influenced by the fact that uh, 24 first couple of episodes
0: were leaked on the internet. I think that's quite possible. Hmm. It's, it's quite possible. that. Um, but then, again, you look at the, the number of uh, of of peers... On a on a torrent for Heroes, mm. and you're just amazed that anybody's watching it on television at all. Yeah.
3: Maybe Heroes is a better show.
1: That's what I'd like to think.
3: Mm. I think
0: yeah. I think it is. Mm. I think it is. You'd also, like to
3: I think give the people some credit.
0: I think mm. you know not not everybody has the uh, opportunity to, to watch 24 at their leisure. Or, well, now they do with uh, with Bit, BitTorrent. So the whole idea of yeah, uh, I don't have to watch what Jack does today. I can watch it in my own time. When I want to, when Not there's nothing on else on. Time. Not on 24 time. Maybe I'll save it until uh, 2012. Mm-hmm. Five minutes 28 two point seven three triple R is what you're listening to. Where box cutters? You can email us. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Ross.
1: What was that we heard? That was Sia with Breathe Me, uh, which people, not you, Josh, but uh, regular people will remember from the uh, <laughs> final episode of Six Feet Under. I which,
3: remember when Brett was the only was one that? ticked on as do, well. You, do you great. remember? That
1: was that big track. That was the big track from the end of Six Feet Under, which at the time I kind of thought, meh, didn't do much for me, but uh, it's really stuck with me. I think it's a, it's a great track.
3: You're emo.
0: You are. You're emo. You're
3: emo, and you love k Confliction.
0: <laughs> what's What's emo?
3: Oh, oh, isn't he cute? He's <laughs> no, so happening and he doesn't know what emo is I don't happening. know what emo is. Like he's, like his, yours, is, is, is it, is it like Elmo? cute as a button, you are. <laughs> don't know what emo we'll is. We'll tell
2: you off air. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork
0: is on the table. Our last pork for uh, this session of box cutters because the architects come back next week they at are. this time slot. And they don't have a section on pork. <laughs> no, they, no, they, they don't. They will, though. <gasps> they will. They'll, They'll be inspired. Bring in. Could yes. you imagine if they had buildings out of pork? Yeah. Oh,
3: Josh, don't don't just... What were you going to talk about? I don't think you should talk about that. Do, uh, no, that was I'm much cutting much you off at the past.
1: Do any of you guys watch Smallville
0: by any chance? I've tried and tried mm. and tried.
1: Last night, Smallville was a complete rip-off of Saw. Really? Yeah. Complete ripoff. The whole, the whole thing was a ripoff. Even the uh, even the blurb, which was uh, a mass masked tormentor takes Lionel hostage and orchestrates a series of elaborate games that he must win to stay alive. And That's and all. when was when was this made? When was this episode made? Is that a, a recent episode? Fairly recent, I'd, I would imagine. Well, I, I turned you- it on and there was two guys in a lift, and there was a gun there, and they uh, they had to shoot each other. Or one of them had to die, uh, or else they would both perish as the lift got thrown down their shaft or something. Wait, but they
3: didn't have that big metal weird clamp thing that they had installed, which is so scary.
0: Yeah, a friend of mine designed that.
3: Oh, how proud mm. you must your, your be. Your yeah. mates should, you totally sue- yeah. they
0: should totally sue Warner Brothers for that.
1: Yeah. Stick They're, it to them. Oh, there might be a bit of conflict there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because they, they want to make films. Yeah, I, I think their next one's fr- with Warner Brothers,
1: in fact. Uh, the this is a bit off topic, but the website's up as well. Uh, Dead Silence dot com, I think it is, and uh, that's the new film from James and Lee. It looks fantastic. Is
3: excellent. it another spooky, icky one as well?
1: Yeah, except less kind of gory horror and more kind of creepy horror. It's about oh. uh, all about ventriloquist dummies. <gasps> oh, fantastic!
0: Mm, oh, that's nah, better than Chucky. That's yeah. excellent. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. Also on a list of things I can't wait for, Fox Eight have announced the. Uh, the main cast for the next series of Australia's Next Top Model. <gasps> mm. Because we remember that Singing song who hosted it for the first two...
3: I can't stand her and is, her horse head. Isn't she terrible? <laughs> oh. and she's,
0: she's no talent.
3: Such a bitch.
0: She is no talent. <laughs> Thankfully, she's been replaced by the ever-so-talented Jodie Mears. Oh,
3: I thought she was going to be replaced by Annalise Brackett. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, no. They want a, a full bos- bosomed woman, oh. so they're they're going with Jodie Mears and uh, and a bunch of people I've never heard of for for the panel. Uh, they're going to be so
3: unless you get Janice Dickinson like they do in the American one. It's just not cutting. I like know, there.
0: but Janice, Janice Dickinson's not on the American She's one anymore.
3: mental, and it's, isn't she? Fantastic. She's eight parts of mental. That woman,
0: fantastically mental, and also uh, Network Ten, Big Brother, Endemol, Demol yes! and uh, and Master Foods, Interestingly enough, oh. have announced a competition that will be. 100 people getting the chance, through Starburst lollies or something... This is my way. uh, This this is is how you're going to get on. Getting the chance to audition for Big Brother, and one of those 100 will definitely get on. It's very Willy Wonka.
3: Did it in the British one as well.
0: Incorrectly... Chris Noble from uh, Endemol Southern Star said, For the first time in Australia Big Brother history, a member of the public will be chosen at random for the unique chance to become a housemate. They're not chosen at random. The 100 people are chosen at random, and then that one person is chosen from that 100 with specific interest. I just wanted to point that out, Chris Noble. You're wrong. Oh,
3: you're going down for that, Josh. Well,
0: you know, I'm not going to be the one, only one who gets screamed at on this show. <laughs> yes, time,
2: you are. Our time here on Triple R is almost up, uh, but we do continue in a podcast form as we did before we came on uh, at boxcutters.net. You can download each box month cutters, or you box. can uh, subscribe through your uh, iTunes or subscribe through
1: whatever podcast. Also, you, want. you can uh, enjoy a robust conversation about television.
0: Yes, really yes, fun? yes, you can indeed. Enjoy your uh, language. Type. Later <laughs> in the
2: year, there there will actually be a special Triple uh, R podcast uh, channel, but uh, more information on that later in the
0: year. What's coming up next on Triple R, Brett Cropley?
2: Uh Nick Tye is warming up in the green room as we speak with his show, Beats Le- Electric.
0: Fantastic. I want to thank our guest, Marie Hardy, for tearing shit through me. Anytime. And uh, I also want to thank uh, all our guests, Tom Elliott, James Talia, uh, anyone else that we've had throughout our time on Triple R. It's been great. Uh, My name is Josh Canal.
2: Ross McQueen. I will continue to be Brett Cropley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Different bat time, different bat channel.
0: And hey, let's be careful out there.